This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Yak Gadget, made in America, based outside of Nashville, Tennessee. Yak Gadget offers all kinds of storage accessories, quick mount motor mounts, anchor systems, track mounted accessories, even paddles. Go to yakgadget.com and get your kayak decked out for your next trip out on the water. The 153 Bay Company, based in Troy, Ohio, make everything from plastics to custom painted hard baits. Hook them hard and hook them off. All of our baits are made to order and all of our hard baits are hand painted to order. So go to the 153anglers.com to place your order today. Based in Santa Ana, California, BioAno Power provides the highest performance lithium-ion phosphate batteries for the marine market. These batteries are one quarter the weight of sealed lead acid batteries, provide over 2,000 to 3,000 charge cycles, and a 10-plus year service life. These batteries can be used for any deep cycle application, including running fish finders, trolling motors, live wells, and LED lights. For more information, visit BioAnoPower.com. That's B-I-O-E-N-N-O-P-O-W-E-R.com. Or contact dealers nationwide welcome to the paddle and fin podcast network this is the final cast segment with your host brad hicks and josh eldridge where we cast our final opinions on all products good and bad welcome to the final cast What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the final cast um, on the Paddle and Fin Network. I'm Josh. I'm Brad. What's up, Brad? What's up, man? How you doing? Good, man. You going to be doing any tournaments soon? Um, No, probably not. No? I thought yeah. you were doing Brookville. No, I, I was just pre-fished with uh, Chris. Oh, okay. You were showing them where the fish were? <laughs> I get helping them, <laughs> helping them find the fish. <laughs> awesome. Well, we got a good show tonight um, on a recommendation for our buddy Daniel Perry over on The Reel Down. He reached out and said to give the peoples from the Yak Shack a shout out. And so I thought I would have them come on the show. So everybody welcome uh, Jessica and Alan Norris from the Yak Shack. How are you guys doing today? Doing great. Yeah. 
Thank you awesome. for having us on. Not a problem, man. Not a problem. So I reached out, what was it, like maybe a week ago or a week and a half ago, and you guys were more than willing to come on the show, and I asked you to send me that picture of your shop, and we were just talking about it. And by the way, it's a beautiful shop. So if you guys are in the Alabama area, definitely. Are you guys in northern Alabama or southern Alabama? Like the north central, so north right central. south of Birmingham in Pelham. Okay, okay. I've been to Birmingham once. I had a friend who she went to school there for a little bit. So, nice. um, but yeah, it's a beautiful shop. So we'll get into a little bit of what it's like for you guys down there, down south, having a kayak shop. And uh, Brad, did you have anything else you wanted to add before we started? No, just want to hear how they got into it, man. Yeah, yeah. Why don't you guys go ahead and tell us, you know, kind of like where the uh, where the business started, um, what made you want to kind of open up a kayak outfitter and that sort of thing. Sure. Um, so, I mean, Jessica and I both have fished our whole lives and we've been together for three years and I got her, you know, in my kayak at first, you know, because I've been kayak fishing for about a decade. And really? around that time when I started, even before I started kayak fishing myself, um, it was an idea among friends to maybe have a kayak store. Mm -hmm. um, I actually went on GoDaddy and locked down the yakshack.com and kept renewing it over and over. I was in corporate America for a while and just trying to figure it out um, and then saved up some money. And then when Jessica and I met, uh, I got her out of my kayak to fish. And she, of course, we got her one. And uh, the rest is history. Here we are. Mm -hmm. So you've been kayak fishing for 10 years? I have. Uh, <laughs> you haven't heard of me? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that's just crazy because you were there before it got popular. Yeah, it was, Um, you know, my buddy in college mentioned, yeah, I'm going to go get my, my kayak for fishing. I'm like, what are you talking about? Because uh, I'm in middle school. I whitewater kayaked and went on the Nanahala, the, the Okoe and, you know, had the skirt on, went down the, you know, the rapids and had class fives. And it was like, it was awesome. You know, I learned how to kayak and completely forgot about kayaking, but, you know, again, fish my whole life. And, um, somebody mentioned in college about having a, a, a bass fishing kayak specifically. And, uh, it just blew my mind. That's cool. Yeah, it's it's it still is like that too. Like you could tell people, like I think forever, and they'll be like, "What? You, there's fishing kayaks, and they're how much?" And you're like, "Yeah, I know it sounds crazy because you think it's this little tiny piece of plastic, but it's not, you know." And you kind of you do that explanation where you're like, "Well, I can stand in it," and then you're like, "That's about yeah. it. That's about all I can really say." I mean, I can sit there and explain all the little intricate things about it, but. Um, cause you know, I'll have people stop me, um, all the time at the launch points, you know, like, yeah. man, what's that? And I'm like, it's just a kayak. That's a really big kayak, you know? And you're like, yeah, <laughs> it's for fishing. It's all built for stability, basically st st stability. It's a big giant, you know, storage space basically that's really stable to stand on. <laughs> so, but yeah. it, it's yeah, funny getting the looks from people too. When you, when you got a motor, they're yeah. like, what the heck? <laughs> yeah. You really blow their minds. Uh, they've they've come a long way. We try to sell, you know, or tell people that um, if it, if it's labeled a fishing kayak, it's just it's more stable, it's more comfortable, and it's got more functionality to it. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Now, are you guys from the Alabama area that you're located in, or did you guys move there once you opened shop? 
So I'm from, yeah, I'm from Alabama. I'm from South Alabama. It's a small town called Sims, Alabama. And uh, we did a lot. Um, I did a lot of fishing growing up. My dad in Birmingham, uh, but Alan is actually from Georgia. That's so. right. I'm, I'm from Northwest Georgia. I graduated from Kennesaw State. And then when I graduated, I moved to Arkansas. Lived there for two and a half years and got promoted out with my company and moved to Alabama. And I've been here for about 10 years. Hmm. Cool. Eight years. Like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. They how, do you, how do you guys like it in Alabama? Dan always, Dan and Jimmy are always telling us how great it is. They're like, you guys should come move down here because the fishing's <laughs> awesome. And you get like twice the house for, you know, half the cost of what it caught, you know, in a lot of other areas, especially you guys, the surrounding States, you know, and growing up, you know, just hearing about Gunnersville and mm-hmm. Pickwick and Eufaula, um, I think I really took it for granted because I was so close and I never, never came in. I think I, I got into Lake Weiss, you know, a couple times um, because it, it borders Georgia, but I didn't really know um, personally how great the freshwater fishing is. And then you take on the fact that Alabama actually has a coast. Uh, you got the bay as well mm-hmm. to go down and redfish and flounder fish and catch some specks. And um, Alabama has it all. If, you know, if not for the number two bass lake in the country, come for something else. I mean, there's a lot of good lakes. Yeah. yeah. I never really thought about that either. The salt water in uh, Alabama. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Yeah. yeah I grew well, up fishing uh, Logan Martin. Uh, mm-hmm. Cause dad's retired out there now. Uh, we were there this weekend actually um, caught a few bass off the, off the dock. And then we went kayak fishing on Memorial day. I yep. uh, went to like a little slough that was, a little way from all the activities so we could actually enjoy it on Memorial day. Uh, but we ha- caught a couple of bass out there too. Yeah. So, um, we, we go to Logan Martin a lot or lay Lake too. Yep. Yeah. Holidays are good to us. So I don't know. Yeah. We all, even if it's choppy, we'll, we'll go out there and fish. Heck yeah. yeah I, I'm kind of one of those people. I tend to avoid the lakes on holiday weekends around yeah. here. We live in Ohio and we have Lake Erie up North and it's a really good, you know, well, oh, yeah. the small the small mouth is good up there. That you can catch really big ones. Um, it's a walleye world class walleye, walleye fishing. Um, yeah. But that place is fished in Lake Erie and yeah. caught walleye. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, but it also what turned into a giant washing machine this past week. It was like <laughs> like like I'm. Oh, yeah. It's I haven't seen it that bad in a long time. Like. Um, there was a lot of coastal flooding going on and stuff like that. And it was just from wind. It was really high winds up there. And, but like where Brad and I live, which is Southwestern Ohio, it is awful here. We've got, <laughs> we've got good river fishing here. Um, like, especially where Brad and I live, like the, the river fishing isn't like super crazy spectacular, but it's good. And mm-hmm. the nice thing is where Brad and I live, we've got like literally, four or five rivers within 10 minutes drive from our houses. So we can kind of select different ones. Uh, We have some, you know, skinny creeks that we could kind of get in. But I mean, a lot of our rivers though, people would classify as creeks up here because they're not huge, but yeah. um, But it's, you know, it's kind of, but our lakes, they're awful. Like when you, when you're here on the holiday weekends, it's, (laughs) it's so insane. Like it's, it's like life or death sometimes because you've got these little lakes and you've got like 
hundreds upon hundreds of boats and mm-hmm. everybody thinks that they're in a race for some reason. So, right. well, I was going to say uh, along the lines of the lake stuff, we got so many people from the Dayton to Cincinnati area and not very many lakes to hit. I mean, there's maybe six to 10 major yeah. lakes. Yeah. And they're not lakes, really. They're not yeah, they're, big. They're, they're so tiny. small. It's like, <laughs> they're like big it's ponds. probably like an eighth of Gunnersville, like you guys would be used to or something. Yeah, that's, that's the weirdest thing about in Alabama. You know, I thought I bass fished in Georgia. I mean, it's not even close. <laughs> Absolute bonkersness that goes on in Alabama about bass fishing specifically, you know, because mm-hmm. – um, you know, everybody bass fishes every weekend. So if you go try to fish Gunnersville as a out of towner, I mean, you're probably gonna have a tough time. I mean, it's really tough to fish it. It gets beat up every day, not just every weekend, every day. I believe it. Yeah, it's. But I mean, it's it's the good thing is though you guys have you guys said they have huge fish down there. Like our average of our largemouth isn't very good here. Um, so that's the good thing. You guys got the warmer weather, but you guys have alligators though, right? So alligators down I mean, south. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alabama. So you can get you get the smallmouth, you know, all the largemouth and spotted bass you could ever want. Then yeah. the gators from down south, if you ever want to venture down and call it. Here's some of the, the other day, man. It's got them for sure. Yeah. That's awesome. I want to know. Alligator too. And yeah, my mom got her kayak and she was like, you know, I'm going to need to come with the motors. And I'm like, okay, well, we'll get you, you know, an automatic pedal drive or something, you know. And I said, but why do you need that? I mean, you could pedal around. She said, no, there's alligators all up in this creek lake. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I was like, yeah, you're right. It's a big creek lake is yeah. what she talked okay. about. Yeah, yeah that, that'd be crazy. I can't even, like, fathom that. I'm, I'm a Yankee. No, I ain't. There's a um, a lake that one of our local clubs is fishing coming up um, mm-hmm. at Inland Lake, and it's got an alligator, 14 foot alligator on the lake. Wow. That's crazy. Just, just the one? He like rules the whole place. That's not. A thing. I don't. There where there's more, one, there's more. But... I don't know. I don't know to go <laughs> That's hilarious. A decoy. Yeah. <laughs> I have to call the guys from Swamp People to get out there before I go pre-fish it. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, once you guys explain um, like what your shop is like, uh, are you guys just like primarily selling kayaks or are you like a hiking outdoor outfitters type store? What else do you guys do? Great question. So we are a kayak fishing pro shop first and foremost. You know, we really do cater to the kayak fishing community and by that, I mean all the accessories that come along with kayaking, um, your PFDs and your outdoor apparel and then tackle. Um, right now we have spot sticker lures and big bite baits as uh, two of our tackle and lures companies, but we do plan on adding a lot more um, fishing specific companies this year and uh, getting a couple more brands of kayaks in. Right now we're just a feel free um, and new canoe shop, but you know, feel free has a pretty you know large gambit of companies that they, they offer too. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, we really kind of cater to, to those lines and then, um, AFCO, Haybo apparel, that kind of thing. You guys carrying like Yak Attack accessories and stuff like that? Yes. Yeah, yeah. And um, we are a Yak Attack dealer, but we get a lot of that stuff vicariously through New Canoe and some of the other companies as well. And, okay. Um, yeah, you know, we little 
random stuff like uh, line cutters, fishing gear, just things to help out while Catch you're out there. Boards, you right. know. There you go. Like yeah. Oh yeah. That's cool. Yeah, most of the things that like tournament guys would and and gals would want to put in their kayak or really fill their tackle box up with, mm -hmm. um, and really want to stay focused on high quality and um, you know really functional gear. If we use it, it's probably in the store. <laughs> I, I like that though. I mean, there's there's not a lot of kayak shops out there like that, and I wish there was more because I think it's it's a good idea. Thank you. I mean, and it just kind of came naturally because I did it as a hobby. There was nowhere for me to go get anything, and yeah. um, that was a big problem. Um, I pitched this to a ton of people, man. Just you know, along the years, you wouldn't. I mean, you would have no idea how people that just kind of like laugh at it or brush it off like why you know like just because you do doesn't mean everybody else does it i'm like you don't understand how many people do it yeah yeah i don't yeah. think people realize the like how big kayak fishing is getting man right. i mean and just, we just wanted to try to you know be a one-stop shop and and keep it fresh on all kinds of high quality brands and and stuff that industry standard type you know things that people really use a lot and uh we we take feedback and criticism very well. We want to add stuff in or, you know, maybe get rid of stuff. If it's not working. Who knows? But for the most mm -hmm. part, yeah, everything we've added in has been a great fit. Nice. That's awesome. So what uh, kayaks are you guys currently in? Um, so, so we both have the same kayak. Uh, we have feel free Dorados right now. Um, mostly because of the lights. Uh, I have a fish finder on mine. So the transducer, uh, adjustable height transducer. But um, also, um, just, you know, the stability of it. Uh, we post some YouTube videos every now yeah. and then, and you can see me walking up and down and, and catching fish and not even sitting down sometimes, just catching them and unhooking them and everything while I'm standing. So Yeah, it's, it's tough to be in a kayak store and not own one of the lines that you mm -hmm. carry. And yeah. we, I had an Ascend from Bass Pro. She had a... Um, a Pelican bike carriers that kind of through field and stream. And um, that's how we were, you know, putting up our own boats. And, you know, eventually we we're like, ah, you know, was, I really wanted to um, like a big fish 120 or something really stable and long. And then she um, was like, well, I really want pedals and, you know, the best of both worlds and mm -hmm. saved up our pennies. She, she got one two months before I got mine, man. Like, yeah. But you sold it like three times. I did. So let's also talk about that. Customers <laughs> really asking for like her color. I was like, I know you haven't used it yet, but I mean, they <laughs> you kept selling her boat her and had no reorder it again. And then like, as soon as the third one came in, like I swear she went ahead and put the transducer on, like immediately bracketed her GoPro She's mount. Scratching it. Like, <laughs> Well, see that that's cool though. Cause you're putting the customer first and Josh, Mark has done this too, where he, yeah, Mark has done this too, where he sells the one that he has because they don't have the color and that person wants it. That's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. I tr we try. We're, we're enablers. Hey, I mean, if you want a boat, I, if I can get it in some way, shape, or form, I, I will get it for you. And uh, we've got awesome customers too. So mm -hmm. um, we've got a great little base going with all of them. How has that affected you guys this past year with uh, the virus? Yeah, it's a big impact. I mean, people thought that, oh, you're in outdoors. You, you're crushing it. You're diving in gold coins every night. Like, <laughs> Scrooge McDuck. I'm like, ah. I don't think you understand, like, just because something's popular 
I still can't get anything, you know, and I think yeah. that's the big problem. Um, just so many problems in the supply chain and uh, shortages on just the supplies, not just the supply chain, getting it places, but just getting material. Mm-hmm. And it just adds all up. And even if you're getting boats from across the world or our new canoes are made in America, it's still tough mm-hmm. to get everything. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. It's it's unfortunate. Hopefully this stuff kind of resolves itself on the quicker side, especially with the material shortages and the crazy astronomical prices that everything's got. I, I don't know. It's just kind of sad to see our society's kind of getting to this point where it's such such highs and lows all the time. You know, we just can't find this happy medium anymore. It's like it's to the extremes every single time. And it's like, you know, yeah, so nothing can go anywhere. Right. And- Things right. just start and I'd be like, why? Like, why is there no gas? Why is there no plastic? Why? Oh, yeah. yeah. The best is like where it gets all political. And I've been laughing because I've you got people like, you know, who are saying, oh, well, you know, you didn't vote for Trump. So look at your gas <laughs> prices. I'm like, you guys do realize when we had a war that gas was $5 a gallon, right? Like, I remember we were, I had my friend had a, a lawn mowing company and to fill one lawn mower in a morning was $100. A lawnmower. Wow. Like, I mean, it was a zero turn, but you're like, every morning we dropped $100 on one and then probably, you know, 60 on another, filled the truck up every yeah. day. And I'm like, it was like pushing like right under five or just over $5 a gallon. And I'm like, you know, that was bad. I was like, yeah. so, I mean, the 260 or to $3 right now, I mean, it sucks. Don't get me wrong. It ain't good, but. You know, it's not five dollars. I remember that. So it's like I, I just yeah. laugh. I laugh at re- everything's so political now. It's like, oh, the sun came out. So you know, mm-hmm. the liberals must be doing something wrong or whatever. It's it's just crazy. Like now, and um, hopefully this stuff calms down because it's it's affecting, especially people like you with small businesses. You know, and it's like, you know, the only the only things that you're seeing be able to make through make through these kind of situations are the big box stores, you know, you've got your Walmarts and your Amazons and, you know, and all that stuff's all good when you need to grab something, you need to grab something quick, but I can't, I, uh, if I'm going to drop the money that these kayaks cost, I want to go put hands on. I need to see this thing. I need, you know, I need to know that what options it has, if that's going to fit my style. And it sucks for you guys because you're like, man, we're just sitting around, on our hands waiting for these kayaks to come in and you've got people ready to buy, you know, you've had people ready to buy. Um, and it's been like that for what, like almost it's now it's a, we're just over a year now of you guys having to deal with this stuff. So I really hope everything kind of starts to smooth itself out because it is cool seeing you guys follow your dreams. It's a huge dream of mine to open up a kayak shop. Um, uh, but where I live, it sucks. So, I mean, the ones that we have here, um, like our shop, our shop is, it's a rental facility mainly. So he's a low volume dealer 
And so it's already hard for Mark to get kayaks. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on top of that, you've got, you know, his, his, his rental business is awesome. His, he's on like one of the most scenic river, probably the most scenic river overall in the state of Ohio, or at least one of them. Um, but he has a lot of competition out there. But the thing is, is it's so popular up here that, you know, their weekends are always booked, booked, booked. And, but they've hurt too because of the COVID restrictions and, you know, they had, they couldn't run for a while. And then it was like all the restrictions as far as how many people can you have in a van at a time as they transport up river. And, um, but well, go ahead, Brian. We basically have all the brands in this area covered. So it'd be mm-hmm. kind of hard for Josh, but yeah, that, that raises a question is, is, the other shops around your guys' area, are those brands covered? Or are you still looking to get more of those brands? Um, yeah, we're, we're adding a couple brands. And um, I guess stay tuned for some of that stuff. I don't want to give too yeah. many people some ideas, you know. But right. uh, yeah, a lot of, um, of brands that are, you know, we'll be seeing at ICAST and making our 2022 preseason orders with them. And um, just to, you know, expand and grow and try to make us a little bit more well-rounded. Mm-hmm. Uh, make everybody honest and then you try to not get into situations where you're waiting on one manufacturer over another and you got some kind of circling in every now and then it'll help mm-hmm. us out uh but yeah, yeah i mean as, as far as you know the way we do things too um you know it's gonna be tough to beat us on price and we offer rentals um two-thirds of what our customers spend on renting they can actually apply that to the purchase of a mm-hmm. boat later as well and that could add up we've had customers put five hundred dollars down on a boat because they've rented six times mm-hmm. or something yeah it helps people kind of see what they like you know right. you may think you like and this happens all the time you think you want a certain model because you saw this youtube video and read mm-hmm. a bunch of reviews about it but when you got yourself in it you realize oh i don't i wish it did this or had this and then maybe mm-hmm. you end up finding a different kayak model based on your experience and not based on what you saw on a YouTube video or other product reviews. Yeah, we really this can help, but and we, we try to put you in what you would have gotten second or third, yeah. you know, in your kayak mm-hmm. journey. Um, and it's tough to, to justify that, you know, price increase or um, functionality if you've never really used it, but uh, we try to paint a pretty vivid picture and we use them ourselves. So, um, and you're never stuck with anything either. Like, you know, buy something and you hate it i mean i'm buy it right back from you so right (laughs) well it's not hard to get rid of a kayak at this point either like uh the the past three that i've sold used inventory yeah (laughs) yeah the past three that i've sold have went within putting it up for like i think the longest one was for like five or six days and i had i had a ton of people asking me the problem was, is everybody's like, oh, what accessories comes with it? And I'm like, oh, nothing really. <laughs> like, you know, like, I'm sorry, but that's, you know, like, I'm not giving you my $300 kayak paddle. Okay. I'm not buying that again. I'm sorry, but, you know, they're like, well, does it come with a paddle? That's always the best part. I'm like, no, dude, but you can go get one, you know, pretty cheap. Oh, yeah. So we have customers come in all the time that just sold their kayak and then they come in and I'm like, yeah, that's going to be, you know, six weeks, eight weeks of what we see that color that model or whatever you know coming through and yeah uh, like, ah, i shouldn't have sold my boat yet yeah <laughs> but you make, hold yeah, off hold off you make a good point though people do like to flip these kayaks like they like mm-hmm. to 
like any other business, you know, they or they get into a toy or hobby and then they're like, ah, I want this other one, you know, or they maybe have that life like they want and they can get multiple kayaks, you know, so <laughs> depending on um, who they are. But yeah, we see that a lot. We see people getting their third and fourth kayaks if they're lucky enough right now to get three or four right. <laughs> um, or they're upgrading or they decide they want to add pedals later, you know, that sort of thing. Motors. Um, yeah. Yep. Yeah. I mean, you're not going to see, I don't think we'll see that the big pro team, you know, flips that we usually see the big, the rush of uh, nearly as bad this year as what we see every year. Cause I always laugh as being yeah. friends with so many people on Facebook in this industry, you kind of giggle every fall time. It's like, you know, all the kayaks start flipping and it's everybody's mm-hmm. like, yeah, selling for a great price. And, but <laughs> well, this year, this year that might not happen really, you know, or it, it might, it might happen, but it just might happen later on in the season, you know? Yeah. Um, so, but it's, it's go ahead, Brad. It's, uh, it's funny yeah. you mentioned that because in all the owner groups, you always get these questions. People are like, why is everybody selling your kayaks, man? Is this not a good brand? Should I not be buying it? I'm like, <laughs> nope. Nope, these guys all been they get new boats every year, dude. Yeah. Right, well, heck, you guys mentioned me to a T. I'm I went through four boats myself last year. <laughs> yeah. Well, Brad, that was different. You also jumped every brand. Brad went through New Canoe, Hobie. The only one you didn't get was a Jackson, pretty much. Um, yeah. and then you went back to Bonafide. <laughs> Brad did wow. a big world tour of the kayak brands last year, <laughs> and it went with Torquitos, Motor Guides, Pedal Drive. You did? Did you do a straight pedal drive? Yeah, you did. Oh, yeah. had one. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. and he's come straight back to having the same <laughs> kayak he had at the end of last year. Wow. Yeah. Just, just from gray to red. <laughs> I got. I got lucky. <laughs> right. Oh. I bought. I got the same kayak I had last year. So like, yeah, I have the same kayak I had last year. I, I don't play, like in. I had my ascend for eight years, you know, or whatever. Before I finally got rid of seven years, and uh, the Dorado is. I mean, it's got everything. I love that kayak. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I really do, man. Twelve and a half foot long. Like, I highly recommend. If y'all can ever get out and feel free, just to, the seat alone. Oh yeah, my buddy had the lure thirteen and a half foot. We used to call it uh, the barge because it was so big and stable, and it sat real low, you know, kind of like in the water. He used to make me mad because I had a Kusa HD. That was my first kayak, and we'd go out, and the Kusa HD is great for skinny water, for rivers, and that thing. But it is a windsock basically for the lakes, you know, like it's awful, man. And it just sit there and spin around. And I'd be like, dude, how did your boat? Like never, I mean, it moved his kayak moved too, but not just, it didn't move with the speed that mine did in the wind. And it just kind of always realized it was just so low profile, like sits so low to the water that seat didn't sit up super high, didn't have a high back to it. Um, and then I used to laugh cause he used to be able to walk up and down, like even on his hatch lid. And I'm like, if I stepped on my hatch lid, my leg would go through it. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, and the, the wheel in the back yeah. too, when it gets real shallow is, I mean, just wheeling it to the boat launch. Yeah. I mean, Hey, again, yeah. but I'm also, I am also, Alan doesn't really know this, but I'm also eyeballing another kayak to have a second kayak as well. 
And I really like the new canoes for the open decking platform yeah. and, you know, all the accessories. Like at first I was like, gosh, I don't want to add all these things to my kayak later. But then now I realize those are the things I want. And mm -hmm. so I can be able to add those and customize it. And, you know, with the motor guide, like you're saying. She wants spot lock. Let's just I go ahead and cut the oh, dude, The spot lock awesome, on man. the new canoe. Everybody <laughs> wants it. We just had them on last week, too. Yeah. <laughs> we had motor guide on the show last week yeah. and they're, awesome. they're a great company to work with too. Um, mm -hmm. Great customer service, great product, man. And then like, you know, the short shaft being made mm -hmm. you know, getting it with new canoe and getting all stuff with it is mm -hmm. pretty uh, convenient too. We have several customers with it. And I think that's what makes me jealous because they're friends too. So we see them out and I'm like, gosh, <laughs> like I can so many spots or go to these places that like, oh yeah i covered 15 miles yeah. today you're like wow that's, <laughs> yeah, that's awesome really good pedaling or paddling like oh my gosh like i mean we've done a lot of miles of pedaling but mm -hmm. it was a workout and do you guys have a trip do you guys use a trailer for your kayak yes yeah uh, right now we have a six kayak trailer that we use for um, trade shows and just hauling mm -hmm. a bunch around if we need to take any anywhere and then um, we have a two, or I'm sorry, a single kayak trailer. Um, it's aluminum. Mostly for when I go by myself. Yeah. <laughs> Jessica has an off day. She's going fishing. Yeah. Yeah, she's sending you pictures while you're in the shop. Like, yep. oh, too bad you're not out here, sucker. This has happened. That's funny. <laughs> I want to go back to the motor guide thing. Do you guys have many people putting them on the uh, filferies at all? Mostly the new canoes so far. Yeah, and okay. I've seen um, the Johnny boats with the bow mount kits on those too, with the motor guide. You know, okay. So they kind of bypass the John pod that, that they offer and just get their own spot lock, you know, bow mm -hmm. mount. Because, I mean, some of these boats can really hold a lot of gear. Mm -hmm. And uh, mostly with the, the fill freeze, if they don't motorize their pedals, they'll add like a torpedo or electric kayak yeah, or to the backs of them. Mm -hmm. and um get a little bit more you know propulsion right so is feel free still doing that system is it called overdrive if i remember correctly overdrive motor drive yeah. they oh, have the motor <laughs> motor drive instead yeah. of overdrive but okay yeah, system it's patented um the seat was patented the the wheel was patented so when we met them we're just like what's the catch you know there's we're made in thailand i was like okay then uh you know, <laughs> that's what i say too i'm like who cares like everything that says american made's got paint on it from somewhere oh, else so <laughs> i gotta say this though yeah, one like, american bolted, like american made <laughs> yeah i gotta say this though because everybody is like oh i want a boat american made but then they go out and buy shimano stuff <laughs> yeah, that's the best like all the japanese stuff that they have yeah. in fishing boat, american fishing boat and they're in there yeah suzuki two and a half uh, on the back yeah um the my buddies he from the start he's been a feel free guy he just got another one and um he got the i think he got the lure again uh the 13 and a half with the pedal drive version and, um, but I mean, feel free has been doing a lot of stuff before a lot of people were like that I've noticed. Um, besides, I mean, the Hobies had their, you know, pedal drive system, but you know, as far as the other boat manufacturers, if I remember for most part, I always saw feel free had the first pet one, of the first pedal drives, they motorized it, you know, and this is well before 
you know, the Torquedo stuff started showing up and, you know, so it's, I don't know, like it, it's a good brand. I know a lot of people have, it's been their like first kayak and then they upgraded from like, you know, the small Lord tens and the, the 11 and a half cause they were good entry level price tag, you know, but I don't think that that kayak necessarily is an entry level kayak. I think that maybe the lure 10 is because it's a small boat. And really when you end up paddling that thing, it's probably a tracking nightmare, but at least that's what my buddies, my, I had a buddy Dylan who was like, man, I love this kayak. It's super stable. But when you paddle this thing, it's just like zigzags through the water, you know, mm -hmm. it doesn't hold a really good straight line, but I mean, you're going to get that on a boat. That's that wide, only 10 feet long, you know, but, um, yeah, I've always been a huge, huge fan of them. So um, I, we've had Mike McKinstry on here a couple times talking about the all the different versions. And I think it's really cool what they're doing. Um, Alan, you mentioned this earlier about where they have all those like sub brands going on, like the Big Water. And I think that's what it's called, right? Big Water. And there's a, big three waters. The Big Fish is the uh, big. The model okay. but yeah, Three Waters is the company. Three Waters. Okay, I'm sorry. Um, and then is there another one? Yeah. Uh, Johnny Boats, and they're the sort of the motorized path for upgrade. They they can have a two and a half Suzuki or a two three Honda on the back, mm -hmm. and then their front paw is made to be motorized. So it's a ten foot kayak, but you know it's a little slower. So they you know either motorize it and kind of go that way. Sea Stream kayaks is relatively new, but it was filled in stream. So the Shadow Casters and all those boats that were filled in stream mm -hmm. is now Sea Stream kayaks, and Feel Free owns them now. Okay. Um, then Three Waters Kayaks uh, was owned by Cabela's. And so yeah. Bass Pro bought Cabela's and Bass Pro basically told Cabela's, hey, look, if you're not selling a Sin Kayaks, I don't, <laughs> you ain't selling it. So yeah. Three Waters became open on the market. Feel free, bought them as well. So added them to their catalog and hmm. we reaped the benefits of that. You know, that was all them. Right. Yeah. Out of out, out of all the like brand uh, outfitter store brands, I I think out of all the ones that I saw like that, the one boat that I liked the most was that one that Cabela's did. Like that was a nice boat. You could tell that was a feel free style boat. Like when you looked at it, you're like, that's got feel free company kind of. Yeah. Even I think it was before they even owned it. But I'm like, you could see that design aspect in it. Like. But actually, they had the mold. Feel free had the mold, and they, I think, licensed it to Three Waters. And then when they got it back, so it's, it wasn't like a a buy of the brand, but right. a licensing deal. Um, but yeah, it um, it is. It's you can sometimes see old Cabela but Cabela's boats floating around, and you see the exact same trap yeah. cathedral hole design, and mm -hmm. you can see the same. Yeah, we had a guy buy a, a filled and stream shadow caster um, from somebody locally and then just kind of, you know, stumbled in and said, I know this is a random question, but could you get. And I was like, yeah, I can. <laughs> like, yeah, man, I can totally get that. It was. Uh, cool. it was yeah. Brad, did you have a shadow caster? Or was it your brother who had one or was that your my, boat and you sold it to your brother? No, my brother bought it. Okay. Yeah. It, it's a decent boat to fish out of. I, I fished out of it for the fall of 2019 because I sold my demo. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. I, I had a question about the Johnny boats because I don't see very many around here. How popular are they? Oh, yeah. So I, 
if you talk about like a surprise, I mean, not a surprise. I, I knew that they were going to be big because they had mm-hmm. launched um, and had their new product at ICAST 2019. That's where Jessica and I met pretty much everybody that we shop now or have here now in the shop. And um, some of the brands have been here since day one. But the, the Johnny Boat Bass 100 was on at ICAST with a mm-hmm. two and a half Suzuki on the back, fully rigged up, steerable trolling motor in the front. And I mean, we were just like, what is this right and, yeah, yeah. Um, it was great I, I want one you know personally i will own one i love it i think it's really really cool and it surprised me i mean it took off we sold dozens of these things last year and yeah. all over the country i'm talking about mm-hmm. we had one logistically shipped, shipped yeah. to california <laughs> and a motor that he got locally in pell city alabama that we got for him um and then, you know, people have driven in from Louisiana, from a lot of Louisiana. Indiana and yeah. Florida to get a Johnny boat. And I've got, we got pre-orders lined up for days and, you know, co- the colors are cool. But to me, I mean, um, it was a kind of a, a brainchild from the owner, Phil Free, and one of his friends. And they've uh, since taken off. It's the only product they have. And it is a niche community full of mm-hmm. fanatics that are in the bay, you know, running, yeah. catching reds covering a lot of water on big, big lakes, you know, and so they, uh, it's a really cool content group to follow too. They are coming out with another model, but I'm not allowed to say. So. Oh, man. <laughs> well, that's cool. Just what put a, that there. paddling thin tees right there. Follow yeah. some more. <laughs> I like now, it. Is you guys getting a lot of hunters that were into it as well? Yes. Um, yeah, the big, especially on the new, new canoe. canoe. Yeah. The new yeah. Canoe, they actually labeled themselves as hunting and fishing kayaks, like hunting mm-hmm. and fishing kayaks. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, you get rifle mounts and bow mounts on your kayak. I mean, yeah, you're, you're dealing with the right company. We've got yeah. lines and pinnacle seat covers and <laughs> yep. everything. Yeah. I remember seeing some new canoes with the, the blinds all set up on them. I'm like, that's pretty awesome. Cause I had a, uh, old boss at one of my old jobs, he was, he's real big into hunting and he's like, man, I really kind of want to get like this little John boat thing. And I'm like, well, you know, like I was like, if you want to go solo, man, I'm going to tell you like get a kayak because mm-hmm. it's super quiet. You could sit low to the water. Um, it's comfortable. You can put a lot of stuff in it. Um, you know, but I was like, if I was like, it kind of depends on if you want to go with other people or not. So uh, he ended up getting like a, two or three person kind of small like john boat style but you know i i gave him all the information for new canoe because i was like these things are pretty slick man the the way they have these uh covers and blinds and you know they've got you know like you mentioned the gun mounts on them i was like it's pretty much you know you can buy the whole thing get it all set up through one company you know you don't have to shop around for a ton of accessories and um it's you know kind of a one-stop shop you know shopping kind of experience but it the one thing that is hard is you got you are dealing with the kayak stuff and so it's like especially with that that gets even more niche as far as like kayak fishing when you get hunt you know kayak hunting type stuff you're like that's not like something that's usually being held in stock anywhere but so like that what that leads to my next question for you guys um how are you guys doing as far as stock this year not this year but in general, do you guys hold a lot of stuff in stock or are you like, um, like, uh, like kind of come order your stuff and we'll have it shipped in type of shop? I uh, wish we were, you know, stockpiling gear, man. And I could 
give you anything you want at any beck and call, you know, but reality is, you know, we, we are small potatoes and we've been doing this for a year and a half and we uh, did not have the foresight to buy thousands of kayaks before 2020. And um, I mean, if we could have afforded it, I'm sure we would have, but we have to be small and be creative and be flexible and wait and be patient um, because I don't want to let the, the supply of somebody else make me have to, you know, get another brand, you know, other than that, besides the fact. And then um, also we don't want to um, jump ship on somebody just because they're taking forever or anything either. And just trying to let the customers know and set expectations correctly, I think has been very helpful. Um, our customers are awesome. Everybody is very, very patient and very, very um, you know, accommodating to us because they get it. I think they, they see it happening at their jobs, wherever they work. So, And yeah. we really did kind of get a little bit ahead, though, by pre-ordering a lot of containers this year. So we right. were fortunate to get one so far, but we still are owed two more. And so we're, we're kind of telling people, like, you know, really, what's the next container coming in? And right. here's what you can expect on that. Like, outside of that, you're going to be waiting a lot longer. But at least we know that these are at least coming in right. and you can get on that list. And so it gives them a little bit of options for, you know, wait three or four months or wait eight months, you know, I mean, just depending on the model. Um, but boats and PFDs are actually the two that are the hardest to get in right now. Other than that, like tackle and accessories and clothes haven't been as bad, but yeah. the kayaks. Paddles, you know, yeah. and we're a bending branches and aquabound dealer. And mm -hmm. so, you know, they're very, very tough to get bending branches paddles sure, right yeah. now. Um, mm -hmm. yeah. The boat, obviously, but, um, I think that we know what we're doing now way better than we did last year, way better than we did before we ever started. And uh, moving into preseason mm -hmm. and uh, making sure that 2022 is lined up, I think we're going to be fine. And that's what we're using ICAST for this year, too, is to really like go ahead and lock in all of our agreements for 2022 so that we can you know, try to stay ahead and hopefully not have this shortage. And maybe it'll catch up by then yep. as well. So, yeah. Yeah, you you'll run into a few paddle and fin guys down there uh, at ICAST. Let's go. We'll be represented in our Yak Shack shirts, so hopefully they'll say Sweet. hello. <laughs> I, w I wish I was going. It'd be cool to meet you guys. Hey man, it's awesome. yeah. And yeah. If you're ever around the South, you know, around Alabama, and there's a lot that you know, Highway 20 and I 65 and stuff run through Alabama and through Birmingham. Um, if you're ever around, you know, please stop by and. Yeah, you'll Come BS see, about fishing with us. You'll like. see our sign that says kayaking and fishing. And I'll never forget when we first got that sign up there, people were like, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like you turning in the middle yeah. of the intersections. No. <laughs> I know, I know Dan, he's always like, You need to come down here and put my cabinet in for me, and then, then you can come down here and fish with me. There you go. <laughs> and I mean it's just we need to drive. make a trip down there though, because I know. I mean, it's I've not I've yet to bass fish in Florida or yeah, Alabama. The farthest south I think I bass fish at at this point is Tennessee. Tennessee. So same here. Yeah, I mean, I, I I personally lost a huge large mouth over the weekend, so mm. just because she hasn't heard the end of it, and she won't ever hear the end of it. I'm telling you, like, uh, <laughs> who has the bigger PB? She does. <laughs> I love it. I, uh, but we're working on it. And I'm telling you too, like, uh, 
I should get half credit for this fish because I told her what oh to tie, gosh, where to tie, <laughs> what not, what to throw, you know, technique. I'm just kidding. Yeah, no, but people come in and they're like, right, 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 Alan. Let I me did, talk yeah. to the She's fishing like, I'm talking expert. to like the angler of the family. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, I like We've it. Got, we're lucky. We do have like good smallmouth fishing up here, but like in the rivers. But when it comes, that's about it. Like we'd have to travel up to Erie to hit some good lake water. And for most of the people in Ohio, we're like, rather go somewhere else. Like when it comes to lake fishing, you know? So yep. it's, uh, it's definitely a bucket list area. I want to do some Southern bass fishing because you guys got he- hogs, huge fish down there. You know, I mean, I've caught some nice smallmouth. We've, we got, I got a chance last year, this time last year, um, to fish St. Clair. And that was some of the most fun fishing I've ever done. And I didn't catch any over 20, but you know, when you're catching between 19 and 20, you know, like 19 and a half inch fish and you're like, dude, this feels like a, you know, like eight pound set, you know, largemouth. Dude, they fight so hard. It's spinning my boat around. Um, I've never come from smallmouth. And yeah, I, man, you're man, missing. It's a blast, man. It's, it's <laughs> a, man. well, the spots here are like that. They yeah. are crazy. Mm-hmm. I mean, I had a couple this weekend. And I was thinking, like, sure enough, like, here we go. This is gonna be a mounter. <laughs> no, you're like, no, it's like this little 17 inch. Like, uh, you'll catch some. Like, I thought for a long time it was like river smallmouth. You know, I was like, that's. That's just like that's the hardest of bat fighting of bass species. And then I went to St. Clair and I was like, this is a little bit different. Like they they <laughs> dig, you know, they're going down, down, trying to go down. And, you know, from catching them in the river, it's a fight, but you're fighting a lot of current. So you don't feel like the crazy head shakes as much and that sort of thing. And then mm-hmm. when you start catching them open water and they're big and they're shaped like nerf balls, you know, footballs. They're just like, what's happening here? Like, this is crazy. Like, every one of them, you're like, got your arm back, and you're like, I think my rod's gonna break as I try to net this thing. Yeah, just because it's so mad. But you'll see. Last year, 2020, was um, Bassmaster Elite uh, tournament on St. Clair, and one of our colleagues now, Bill Weidler, won his first Elite mm-hmm. event on that lake. And um, smallmouth fishing, so he got a trustful Alabama boy who's used to ripping the banks with a crankbait and a jig. Mm-hmm. He goes in and is finesse fishing, you know, drop shots for smallmouth and wins $100,000. <laughs> and we're, I'm texting him that weekend like, oh, my God, yeah. you know, Mercury move of the day on Saturday, bro? Like, let's go. And, you know, <laughs> like, oh, my God. Yeah, it was crazy. So, uh, That's cool. Yeah. You guys should try to make a trip up north to do when you decide to do some smallmouth fishing. I mean, you could go to Minnesota, Wisconsin. They've got beautiful, you know, you've got Lake Michigan stuff. Just if you go on the big lakes like that, um, just kind of watch yourself because they get like weird. They get weirdly out of control real fast. Um, like where you're almost like, am I on the ocean again? Like, but um, but yeah, definitely go up there because it's. It's a it's a lot of fun to catch them on light gear like that too. That's what's real crazy is like you're finesse fishing for five six pound you know bass, and you're like I'm drop shotting it on like a medium light with like seven pound test on it. You know it's it's crazy. It's fun, but it's a little nerve wracking too. That was me like all weekend. She finesse fishes way way more than I do. Yeah. So. I'm like, if you want to catch fish, then finesse fish. Sometimes yeah. you got to. It's, I mean, we were, 
I was doing it this weekend with my kids. We took them out and I couldn't catch anything. And I was throwing like a, a, a plastic swim bait and nope, nothing, nothing, nothing. My buddy Mike's like, here, dude, throw this, this worm on a uh, drop shot and just drag it through. And then I started getting bit and I'm like, man, but it's, yeah. a, it's it, finesse fishing is great for when, you know, like in those, those tough times, you know, it's like, we're, yeah. we're post spawn right now where those fish you're seeing them. They're still kind of close to the beds, but they're done. But, they're super finicky. They're not, they're not being aggressive really. So it's like, it's the best time to pick up the finesse rods, you know? Mm-hmm. See, I don't disagree. I just, uh, I you're mean, just a I, power fisherman, right? I love it. Yeah. I'm yeah. such a reaction. Like I love fishing a crankbait and a rattle mm-hmm. trap and, you know, um, I'll run a swim jig, you know, down some, 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 grass and stuff, you know, brush or anything along the bank. But um, I have to sit there and, you know, if my casts take longer than three minutes or two minutes for cast, yeah. like, hey, do it. Mm-hmm. You know, and we, we both catch fish, though, and we we share our tactics, and she's taught me a lot. I well, he got me on my stuff. first rattle trap fish this year, so um, never – through troubles really ever. Yeah. So. I was like, you've never caught one on a rattle trap? I was like, please, just devote 30 minutes to it real quick. And Yeah. Well, I used to hate – I hated the chatterbait. Despise that stupid thing forever. And then I bought a jackhammer, and I went somewhere. There there was, like, impossible weeds to fish through. And then yep. that, that lure sold itself in that situation where I was like – I cannot believe this thing is pulling through the crap that I'm pulling it through. And it's coming out fairly clean too. I was like, um, and then it ends up being a stupid pike. The first fish I catch is like a little death <laughs> blade that jumps in my kayak. Oh, it was God. like the worst ones, like the 20 inch ones. You're like, it's so insane. It's just, yeah. yeah. It's like a switch blade sitting there between your legs. Like, God, get <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, evil, man. all the teeth like y'all yeah. do uh, i did i did catch a gar a few oh, weekends yeah. ago on a ned rig really <laughs> oh, that's weird did you get you unhooked it and everything it didn't break but, off nope. alan was not around me so i was not comfortable enough i would have got that. it in the boat and we took some pictures with i'd have been next to her but afterwards i was kicking myself because i was like shoot this could have been a great little photo op and you know but no it i didn't know what to do with it and yeah. all i thought teeth and i was already cut up from like slinging <laughs> a like hook somewhere early in the day and i was like i'm, I'm oh, yeah. trying to get bit yeah that, see, i mean you understand that i mean i remember the first time i caught like a saw guy which is um uh, it's a hybrid version that we have of that's a mix of a sauger and a walleye they have them in our rivers up here in oh, wow. some of our lakes and i remember the first time i caught one and I, I in the picture i've got a fish grip and everybody's making fun of me i'm like dude i have no idea how to hold this thing all yeah. i know is it's it's gill it has gill plates that are like razor blades and a mouthful of teeth bro and i'm good yeah and i'm standing in a dirty ohio river and the last thing i want to do is get cut and wake up with some flesh-eating bacteria tomorrow you know like <laughs> uh, really, yeah yeah, yeah. I, we've caught all kinds of weird stuff. I got a foul hooked a turtle, you know, year and a half ago, and um, I'm sitting there. I was like, man, this thing is acting weird, you know, and uh, <laughs> it felt huge. And sure enough, it was like 15 pound box turtle. I was, told Jesse, I was like, I got like a 15 pounder. <laughs> and I was like, turtle. I was like, you know, I hooked his little flipper and he swam off. But, yeah. Oh man. 
That was I got a, what a warm mouth. What was it? Yeah, a warm mouth. Those are cool. Yeah, it was a small one, and I got this ginormous bluegill this weekend. Yeah, that was I lifted and everything. It was huge. And Alan's always telling me like, just run your hands down the side. Don't let it thin you. You know. Well, this thing was like thinning me like crazy. I was like, yeah, I hate that. It, like, it was a big enough bluegill to lip it though. So I was like, yeah. yeah. Huge! I've never caught one that big. Yeah, yeah. They, cool. uh, I there we were somewhere had real clear water this weekend, and it, they have some huge, huge bluegill. And you're like, you look down in the water, and you're like, is that a, no? That's not a bass. Dude. That's a bluegill. Like, looks like yep. a dinner plate with fins on it swimming right. around. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, we crappie fish a lot too. Oh, and yeah. you know, big bite baits has some of the best crappie lures around and so we we slap wear crappie out all year um especially in those really really tough days when you're like i can't catch a bass right now mm-hmm. go down to the dock and catch a couple crappie and be like okay yeah good to go now heck yeah now cool. so what are your guys's plans for the shop for the future uh, well, we got our. I know that you were going to try to expand brand. So if you want to go off, you know, from, you know, in a different direction off that, that's fine. Sure. We have um, a couple of things, you know, that we were working on. Um, we do offer franchising now. So anybody <laughs> hears the name, the Yak Shack, or checks us out and really likes the concept, um, we got our franchise disclosure documentation written last year and mailed down our trademarks for our logo, our name, uh, the color scheme, everything. And that's one, you know, we've got a lot of, you know, fires in the, or pokers in the fire kind of, so to speak, yeah. and have a lot of conversations going around the country. And we weren't going to do that right off the rip, but um, customers were coming in and they were like falling in love with the store and the colors and the floor, like you mentioned, you know, and they were like, ah, this would really work really well in this state or this city, you know, and we're mm-hmm. like, well, go do it you know like that's the beauty about this kind of industry is like we're all sort of friends like we shipped a park the other day to a paddle sports store in uh, california and they mm-hmm. called us up and needed something you know we have friends in north alabama you know at other paddle stores so i mean it's really not a cutthroat industry and especially right now we're all working together but um yeah it's not perfect by any means but we we feel like we kind of know what we're doing now and especially having the relationships and the brands and the partnerships that we have we feel like we could help somebody out a lot if they want to be their own boss and mm. open their own paddle sports store uh, but we also have a like a, an airbnb or an uber for um kayaking and sharing uh, between friends and renting out your own kayaks mm-hmm. um, that we'll be launching and um you know we mm. want to do a lot of other things that will help uh, get our name out there, help us travel and try stuff out and work with other people and, and do more uh, fishing tournaments or sponsorships mm-hmm. or giveaways and that kind of stuff too. And then like physically in the store, we're getting into more rods and reels this year. Mm-hmm. Because that's the only thing we kind of lacked, but we waited to hear, we really want our customers to give us feedback on what to put in the store. And so um, sometimes we have our personal preferences, but it's really helpful to learn from them. And so we kind of waited to see what the best rods and reel combos were that we saw around right. here and then try to add those this year as well. So, yeah. Awesome. That's really cool that you guys, you know, are doing like the franchise idea. That's really cool. Cause we have, and then you've got your, like, like the Uber kind of thing we go on. We've got a guy here who just started his own company where he's doing that. Um, 
he's doing like a shuttle service. So if you call him and you got your own stuff, he, he just meets you at your takeout point and you can leave your truck and he'll drive you up. He's got, you know, a trailer can hold like four five, six, seven kayaks. I can't remember how many it is, but yeah. it's a pretty cool idea. You know, it's not a bad idea. It's just, um, you know, probably trying to get something like that off the ground kind of is, is the hardest part. Cause a lot of people I don't think really take the time to really read their social media you know what I mean? They're like they're flipping so quick a lot of times. Like, it, I mean, it'll eventually hit for him, you know, and it'll hit for people like starting out stuff like that. It's just, it's like slow down, you know, get the people need to slow down and kind of, I don't think they realize sometimes what's in front of them. Cause I, I'm like, I, I feel bad for the guy cause he's, he's, he started out, this is his first year doing it. And I laugh cause I'll be on these boards all the time. And you, you've seen it too, Brad, like, and they're like, mm -hmm. Hey, uh, so if I want to go fish with me today, I, I you know, like I, I kind of like if I got a truck, if you got a truck, you know, and it's like, hey, check out this guy. You know what I mean? Like you yeah, wouldn't even awesome. have to ask it if they were just kind of stop and read for it, you know. Mm -hmm. um, but the good thing is, is that you guys have the same kind of thing that we have here, which is you have relationships with other paddle shops and you're all willing to reach out and help each other. Because I think that's really good. That's a good thing to grow the sport. And that helps out everybody in the long run. I don't like it when I see shops that get into like, you know, like headbutting matches in regards to because they're close proximity of each other. That that annoys me because it's like, well, you carry X, Y, and Z, and I carry this, this, and this. Like, you know, like, but you know, if somebody wants this kayak, we're gonna definitely want to push it towards you guys. Or I don't want to go sell something to somebody that they will not like. You know, sure. like you know, just to get that, that money. That's sketchy. That's not good well, business practices, you know, Nate, that's why I like Nate at our shop. It, somebody comes in, they tell him what, what they want. Nate goes, you're at the wrong store, man. You need to go to this dealer in Cincinnati. They sell the Hobie. That's what you need. Yeah. That's what I like that. Yeah. Cause it's, you say that too. We actually get referrals from Bass Pro and Build and Stream and Dick's, like, like all oh, the you, locals. You need to go see them. I don't know yeah. who it is. Like, we don't know who's saying this, but we get someone that comes in and we'll ask them, you know, how'd you find out about us? And they said, oh, Build and Stream just told me to come over here. And we're That's like, awesome. That's huge for you guys. Yeah. Because that usually you got guys who have no idea, you know, like the <laughs> dude who's like, you know, 19, 20 years old, probably not fished a day in his life. And he's over there trying to respool, you know, a Shimano Ooh, or something. Yeah. And, he, you know, so it's like you guys got people that are knowledgeable, at least over there, that are steering people in the right direction. Because a lot of times that doesn't happen with the big box stores, especially. So, yeah. but we, it's really cool when you do see, though, the small shops band together and be like, hey, you know, just a half an hour drive over here or whatever, you guys can go get that kayak. So, you know, that's going to be a better fit for you. And because like, like we all said, it's nothing more frustrating when you're trying to buy the kayak that you want. And it's like, you know, you kind of start to see like, I don't really like this, this or this about it. You know, um, I haven't I haven't run into that too much myself, but I have seen a lot of people go through those those growing pains when they start getting more and more involved in the kayak fishing game. And, you know, they're like, yeah, I don't really like this storage compartment or I don't like this drive, you know? And it's like, you know, you can't, you got it. That's why we all preach demo, 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 demo yeah. is what you can. So 
Do you guys do demos? Do you guys have water near you that you can put people on real easily? Yeah, we're, we're two miles from Oak Mountain State Park. It's the largest state park in the state of Alabama. Huh. Awesome. There's, you know, we do rentals too. And so mm-hmm. folks use that as a way to really test out kayaks. But we have at least one demo day per year um, that we started to do last year. We'll do again this summer. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think uh, there's a free day of fishing every year too. We try to encourage folks to get out. Maybe we'll have our boats out there so people can try them out mm-hmm. sometimes. Actually, Alabama just launched a Go Fish Alabama campaign today, coincidentally. Um, And so they're doing these set days um, every month where you can go out and they'll supply you with everything, the rod and the reel, like the tackle, Mm -hmm. everything. And uh, just getting people out there and fishing more because that's really what interests us the most. Like you said, like you don't want to put someone in the wrong boat, but you also want them to you know, enjoy it. Right. You want them to want to do it again. And so like, that's always in the back of our mind when someone comes in, like, let us make sure that you're transporting this. Have to get that boat on top of your car, you know, like we want to make sure you like actually have fun doing it and make a lot of memories. Yeah. We've had a few, (laughs) we ran into a few issues at our shows. You know, you have the, the boat shows every winter time. Well, you guys, you guys don't have winter, but we do, right? And it's like January, February when these things go on. We got people rolling in downtown Cincinnati, like buying a bonafide SS-127 and going, oh, I didn't think about how I was going to get this thing home. And then we're strapping it on top of somebody's car with no padding. And yeah. you're like, this isn't good. But yeah, yeah, it's it's quite, and you're laughing because it's January and February and everybody's out there trying to, Strap it down, freezing to death, and yeah, <laughs> it's a good time. I'm tell you, Fun times, man. <laughs> factor in determining which kayak yeah. you go with for sure. People don't know how to transport them, store yeah. them, you know, maintain them, modify them at mm-hmm. all, and so um, getting into it and knowing what you're expecting versus you know reality. Um, I think we do a good job of kind of yeah. setting that, you know, and let, yeah. let you know we want you to enjoy kayaking, but you also have to enjoy loading your kayak yeah. unloading your kayak yeah uh, storing your kayak so that way when you're out there on the water is like the only not the only time you're happy yeah and, and that's big because i've been through the whole thing loading and loading, loading my kayak and i didn't have any fun doing it until i got a trailer yeah brad yeah, was, yeah brad, right. brad was rolling in a ford f-150 uh, sh- is it a short bed? Cause it's a crew cab. I can't remember. Yeah. It was like so six, it, six. Yeah. Months. And he's got a toolbox in the back and he'd be like, all right, let's go river. I'm like, dude, we can't even fit two kayaks in the back of your truck, bro. Like it's the most obnoxious thing I've ever seen. I'm like, I get that You're going to have some kayak sticking out, but like two thirds of my kayak is hanging out of the back of your truck. I'm just afraid yeah. it's just going to bend. No, I got like seven <laughs> feet, seven <laughs> yeah. foot hanging out. <laughs> but, yeah. um, yeah, it's um, it, it for people who are like you know, Alan's just mentioning for people who are getting into this, reach out to your paddle shops. Your local paddle shops, a lot nine times out of ten, are going to be your best option in regards to providing you with all the information you need. And that comes down to PFDs, paddles, trailer options, or whatever you know. Or if you're getting bed extenders, um, don't get into this because you know, your friends are doing, you think you need to do it. And this is how, what you need to do, you know, get yourself set up to enjoy it because there is nothing worse 
then getting done with the day of eight hours of fishing and you're trying to mess around with a hundred pound kayak and a bunch of gear. And that's where people get hurt or they break something that's, you know, we've all done it. Um, most rods are broken a lot of times in kayak fishing due to loading and unloading issues. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you know. mine got broken the other day at a yeah. uh, throwdown. Yeah. Uh, somebody broke it with a paddle board and I was just like, how did you couldn't break one of my Kmart specials, bro? You make- <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's never the cheap ones, man. Yeah. It's always the expensive one. The cheap uh, ones are the reason they're cheap is because they're durable. So <laughs> 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 like the ugly stick can get beat around for like years and be yeah. fine. Well, yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and as far as like gear, you know, trying stuff out and um, you know, I've I, d- I take FaceTime calls with customers and mm-hmm. I, I, people can text the office number and it forwards to our cell. And so I can diagnose problems on the fly or send me a picture of something or find the right part for something, um, get on FaceTime and walk you through a, a modification or an upgrade. And it helps out a lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cool. Thank you. Well, did you guys have anything else you wanted to add before we wrapped up tonight's episode? No, yeah, get out there and fish. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Enjoy it. Get on the water when you can. And did you guys want to share your social media handles and stuff like that? So if especially anybody in uh you know Birmingham area or you know, or even the surrounding states, because you guys aren't really that far from some of the other states. So where yeah. they can reach you out if they had any questions or you know they're interested in getting some kayaks ordered. Yeah, so our website is the Yak Shack with a K. Um, even, even if you don't do a K, it will forward to the right one now. Um, and then, uh, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter is at Yak Shack Official. And, uh, our telephone number is 205-767-3201. Yep. And it's the Yak Shack. The Yak Shack. So. Yeah. Cool. And, um, yeah, we appreciate you guys. Thank you very, very much. This is fun. I honestly wanted to tell Jessica too. I was like, we're on paddle and fin. We've made it. Yeah. We wish we were that cool. That's a big misconception with everybody. <laughs> we're just a bunch of nerds. Yeah. We're sort of known as the hustlers. Like, you know, amongst the podcast, everybody's like, we got to get Paddle and Finn, the, you know, the hustle nod. These guys be pumping out episodes every week, but they don't realize, like, we've got a dude in Texas, a, two dudes in Texas, two dudes in Ohio, three people in Illinois, a dude in Tennessee, two guys in Alabama. <laughs> like, we're all, like, yeah. so far away from each other. We can't even get together to fish hardly. Like, it's, like, yeah. half the crew every time. So like great a, family though y'all did a great yeah, job man. Great have like a too. paddle and fin retreat or something we try we try yeah. but people like brad ruin it and they don't go <laughs> so <laughs> we've had two of them hey, he hasn't paid either one of them so they, they don't pay me enough to go on trips <laughs> <laughs> so but you thank you for taking the time to talk with us uh we really appreciate it brad and i have a lot of fun talking to the paddle shop so Anytime you guys want to come back out and talk, you know, shop with us, feel free to reach out to me or Brad. We'd be more than happy to have you guys come back on. So thank you guys. Awesome. Thank you so much for having us. No problem. Brad, do you want, you have anything else or you want to take us out? No, I'm good, man. I don't have anything else. So, all right. Well, everybody, thanks for listening to the final cast. Um, and, uh, we'll see you next Thursday. Everybody have a good night. See you. See ya.
Bye. Thanks for tuning in to another killer episode on Paddle and Finn. Don't forget to go check out our website at paddle, the letter N, and fin.com. Don't forget to check out the YouTube channel at Paddle and Finn. If you got a question, comment, want to hear from a future guest on a future episode, feel free to email us at paddle, the letter N, and fin at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Paddle and Finn on Facebook and Instagram. Shout out to our show supporters, Angler, the Angler button and app just makes for a better time on the water and creates a virtual logbook for every fishing outing out on the water. Shout out to Rocktown Adventures located in Northern Illinois for all your kayaking, camping, and hiking needs. Shout out to Jigmasters Jigs. When in doubt, get the jig out. Go to jigmasters.com 